Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson, host of the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. And in case you haven't heard yet, tickets are now available for By the Brook 2021. By the Brook is an event that we host each summer for moms of individuals with special needs or chronic illness. And we have hosted By the Brook since 2009, and it has been absolutely amazing to watch as as By the Brook has grown and changed over the years. Now, last year, because of COVID restrictions, we took our in-person event that we hosted for years, and we made it virtual. And by doing so, we were literally able to reach and encourage special needs moms from all around the world. It was absolutely amazing. So for 2021, we are going virtual again, and we have an incredible lineup of speakers to encourage and inspire you. So please go to the Buy the Brook event page on our website. You'll see the full list of speakers, and you can learn more about the event, and we'll make sure to include a link in the show notes because trust me, moms, you are not going to want to miss out on this event that we are designing just for you. Part of what I love about my role at Rising Above is getting to know special needs families from different parts of the world. And I have met so many inspiring people over the years. And today I get to introduce you to one of them. My guest today is my friend, Mata Camacho. And Mata is a solo parent who lives in the Boston area with her two boys, Manny and Christian. And Manny has autism. And we had a great conversation talking about her life with her two boys and the challenges that come when you are a parent without a partner. I have watched in awe over the years as I have known Mata as she has loved and cared for her boys as a solo parent. And I know that you are going to be inspired by her story as well. So here's the conversation that I had with my dear friend, Mata Camacho. Hey, Mara, thank you so much for joining me today for the Rising Above podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you, and I cannot wait for our listeners to get to know you um, because you are one of my most favorite people in the world, and I am just excited for other people to get to know you. So welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you, Becky. So tell our listeners a little bit about you and your boys and your life with your boys. Well, I'm from Boston. I'm a mother to two amazing boys, nine-year-old Manny and four-year-old Chris. Um, Manny was diagnosed with autism around 21 months. Um, It was like autism, developmental delay, and language disorder. Um, So that's the overall first thing from us. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, we met, uh, goodness, it's been about two years now, I think. Um, And it's, I love this story because you shared with us how you, you know, you had been um, trying to find resources after his diagnosis, trying to find things of encouragement and trying to find things of hope, but everything you came across was kind of, uh, was more negative in a lot of respects. Yeah, it was in, it was in, you know, the hope in Christ. So everything else was just like just venting and, you know, nothing that gave us that hope of what is to come, you know, in the Lord and a purpose of a journey, special needs journey. Yeah. Well, one day though, you happened upon 
my late husband's blog, Goodnight Superman. And yep. what happened when you came across those writings? I kept reading blog after blog. Um, I was just, you know, it got to me and I purchased a book because I believe he mentioned uh, no more peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. And then after that, yeah, I reached out to Kim at the ministry and I heard right away from her. And that's how everything led to me meeting you. Yeah, it's amazing. And I will never forget Kim that day talking about, hey, this single mom in Boston found us and, you know, found Jeff's blog and all this, you know, we were so excited that you had found us. And then one day you called and I was like, I want to talk to her. And so I got to talk to you for that first time. And then a friendship just bloomed from that. And, you know, we've never actually met in person, but you and I talk pretty much every day. Yes. Whether whether it's via Marco Polo or text or whatever, we're, we're in communication every day and you've become a dear, dear friend to me. And so um, I'm just excited for our listeners to to know about you and your your amazing story. Well, I think one of the things that drew us together as friends is that we have something in common in that we are both solo parents. Um, and there is a difference. Not, I didn't know this until I lost my husband. I'd never heard the term solo parent. I'd always heard single parents. Um, but there is a difference. You know, when you are a single parent, you're co-parenting many times with someone. And so you've got help and you've got relief. And and you, yes, there are struggles that can come along with the co-parenting situation. But you do have someone else that you are um, running things by and, and having some backup in emergencies and whatnot. But you and I are both solo parents in that we are not co-parenting. We, you know, we are doing this by ourselves with friends and family, but ultimately by ourselves. And I think us having that in common um, is one of the things that that has brought us together as friends so we can encourage each other, you yeah. know, when, when we're both going through those hard things. So, you know, you are a solo parent to your two boys, Manny and Christian. And so Manny has autism, but how does his autism affect your day-to-day life? Um, as a solo parent? Well, it affects all of us um, because, you know, things that come easily to other kiddos his age, for many, are more challenging. Mm-hmm. So he needs that hands-on support. Continuing, like, re- repetition in our lives is very important. Um, so, you know, we even, we can't just get in a car and go. Right. You know, things take planning. I have to make sure I have the support. I have to make sure, you know, Manny's having a good day. Um, and, and it affects us because, you know, I also have Chris. So we can't just do things what they would say, typical, you know, as right. typical families do. Right. Yeah. And so it makes it, you know, more challenging uh, to go and do, like you said, to go and do it, just about anything. But he has one thing I know that he absolutely loves because you've shared with me. And he yeah. has a love of what? fans fans all kinds of fans right Fans, yeah ceiling fans are the most and so share some of the things you do for him in relation to his love for ceiling fans well the funny thing is we got him I got him a ceiling fan for the living room thinking that would help with like transitioning from the stores that have ceiling fans (laughs) but the only thing that changed was my electric bill oh how (laughs) funny Oh no, he still, he still loves fans. Um, 
And so you he, go to stores so he can see fans. That's one of the things you do. You take him to ceiling like stores that sell fans so he can see them. Yes. But this was all a process because before his diagnosis, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like of these, you know, fascinations that, you know, kiddos, a lot of kiddos on Uh the spectrum have. So we had gone to a a local store and there were fans and I had sat Manny in the store cart. And when we went in the store, he immediately saw these fans spinning. So throughout the whole store visit, he was staring up. Nothing else caught his attention. Mm. As we were going to leave and he noticed that, okay, I was pulling the cart over inside the store to take him out. That triggered a very difficult time. So I'm like, you know, at that point, I'm like, okay, we're leaving with the cart. We'll just bring the cart near the car. Um, And I don't know if this ever happened, but the cart locked. It had the lock in the wheels. So as soon as it come out the store, it locks on me. Oh, no. Um, so it was just very challenging to get Manny to the car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have all eyes on you. Right. But I didn't know back then what I know now. Right. Of the, of the ceiling fans. Mm-hmm. So now we, you know, when I say we, I'm talking about his in-home support. We take him to the stores. He's able to look at the fans. He's able to take pictures. And we always let him know we're coming back. You know, we'll bring you back to, to the store. So yeah. he doesn't think, oh. I'm not coming back here and he gets, you know, yeah. upset. Yeah. And I know I love what the other thing you do is you take pictures of fans, yeah. right? So he can have the the photos of fans and yes. and whatnot. And even our you're you're in my Sunday community group and some of our community group members even sent you photos and videos of fans for him to be able to see. And so yeah. um nice. yeah, it's it's you know, I think kids on the spectrum, a lot of them have different things that they're fascinated with. And for him, it's fans. And I've heard of other kids that it's, that it's been fans as well. And so, um, you know, it, I know that's can be good and it can also be challenging sometimes with behavior of trying to get in and out of the stores. But what would you say for you as a solo parent of two boys, one of whom has autism, what for you is the most challenging, Mata? For me, I think it is the absence of more support mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's just me. Yeah. Um, I think that's where it's hard. And especially on those days that we do have those hard meltdowns. Yeah. You know, you don't have, like you said in the beginning, we don't have that person. We just call right away and we can just say, listen, this and this happened. Um so managing those emotions for myself, as well as, you know, taking care of everything, mm-hmm. you know, I do it all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it can, it can be difficult. You know, I know when I lost Jeff and, you know, went from being married to a solo parent in an instant, you know, all the things um, that he used to take care of all of a sudden fell on me. So not only did I have the responsibilities that I was already doing, but then the things that my late husband took care of that support is gone and, and things just as basic as like one of the things that I encountered last summer was I got new shrubbery put out in front of my house. Well, when you have new shrubbery put out, you've got to go out and water it. And I trying to manage and figure out a time that I could go out and water things where JA was safe and covered and protected. It was challenging. It's crazy. It's, you know, it, as that sounds, but most people wouldn't even think about that. Well, you just go out and you water your plants. Well, no, I have to think, and you have to think, yes. but how are we going to do these basic things that need 
to be done on top of caring for our child with profound special needs on care on top of caring for all of the business needs of our family. And then, like you said, that emotional support not being there. And again, I think that's probably why you and I have become such good friends is because we both get that and understand that um, when that meltdown comes, you need somebody who gets it and understands. And that used to be Jeff for me. And, um, you know, so I think knowing I'm so glad you found us and you found the other groups that you're in now through us because that provides you with that support. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think we shared, we were talking before we started recording and you shared about even incident uh, incident that happened yesterday with your boys. Would you be willing to share that story? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was allergy season. It was, you know, many, I know it was bothering Manny. I gave him, you know, his medication for the allergies, but you know, when it's, you know, spring, it's just harder. Right. So he was having a difficult time and he had a meltdown in the car. I had to pull over, um, for safety issues. So, you know, here I am on the side of the road for about 20 minutes, um, until Manny has a calm body and, you know, I have Chris in the car. So just waiting it out mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to redirect him to, Hey, we're go home. We'll earn this if we have a safe body. Um, but again, it's hard, yeah. you know? And then how do you, you know, navigating that with your other son as well, because you have him as a four-year-old in the car as well. So how do you navigate Mata taking care of Manny's special needs and then meeting the needs of Christian as well? Honestly, I, take it day by day. I try somehow to find balance. Like let's say if Manny's having his iPad time, I'll use that time to do a one-to-one activity with Chris. Even if that means going inside his play tent and playing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest focus with him, with both of them is being present, being yeah, present in what they good. do. That is good. Yeah. Being present with them and what they do. And I know um, for you, you're in Boston and so you all have been doing distance learning, like your boys have just recently started going back to in-person, but for what, a year and a half, you were doing distant learning <laughs> and you had both boys on Zooms at the same time. So what did that look like in your house? Because I know we had several uh, conversations during some of those sessions and uh, it was, it was kind of crazy. How did you, how did you manage that? I look back now, I, it was by the grace of the Lord that I did that because <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, but, you know, in the beginning it was very difficult because all of a sudden, you know, unexpectedly schools get shut down. Manny had no prior notice. So, you know, he goes from, Hey, you know, school bus to I'm not going to school anymore. Right. This is different, especially on a computer. Um, so we had, you know, I want to say a few months of very high challenging behaviors in home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thankfully his in-home support um, services, they pulled through, they kept mm-hmm. going with us. They supported me. Um, you know, in those days, it was like me running from room to room, making sure that, you know, they're logging the class, giving them the support. I'm just glad that, you know, I didn't burn the house down while cooking and <laughs> doing the Zoom duties because it was kind of crazy. And then also running, making sure that Manny doesn't come out of the bathroom with his pants down and walks into the Zoom because he doesn't 
<laughs> Those so, are real concerns, Mara. It's true. I've heard we, we've had that, you know, that is so true. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of crazy here, but I how did I make it? Only by the grace of God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was just funny because you and I would have conversations and I'm like, I would think I'm like, how in the world is she doing this? Because I can't imagine, you know, trying having to have John Alex on a Zoom to do learning that way. And then you're you've got two boys doing you're doing this by yourself, you know, and but I would do you have a little you do have a little in-home help with yeah, the yeah. therapist who comes in. I know just based on what you've told me, he has been a real help to you. And there was a, there was a time you were concerned you were going to actually lose that help, but it looks like that has been worked out where he's continuing to help you. Is that right? Yes, because the program Manny was in was coming to an end, but thankfully, you know, we have another program and he was able to transfer over, but his in-home service um, he has two, you know, but the direct, well, both of them, they're amazing. They have a, an amazing relationship with Manny, which is very important because, you know, these people come into your home, it gets personal. They see behind the scenes, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. you want to have that relationship with them and they have been heaven sent. They have been great. So I'm very, I'm very thankful mm-hmm. for them because, you know, they, I've made it through the COVID year because of their support because as of well. Their support. And I think, you know, something that just hit me as we're talking, you know, I know one of them is a guy yeah. that, that I don't know if both of them are, but I know one of them is one of them. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I think another thing that people don't realize so often is when you have a solo parent situation, you know, my son for basically four years now has not had a male figure in his life, you know, with his dad being gone and um, you know, we've got relatives and whatnot, but that, that day to day, same for your boys. And so for you to have a, a man, a guy who can come in and be a part of their life, it's so important. And so I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful he has been a help yeah. to you uh, during yeah, this time. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I know you've got the the help that comes in, the support that comes in to, to help with Manny, mm-hmm. but share about, you've got some family there in yep. your area. What does that look like for you? Well, my family's there. They help out in like a case of emergency. Manny had an accident and, you know, my sister's close by. She was able to come right away to support me with Chris, which is, you know, was very helpful. Um, so, you know, I'm also blessed that I do have them close by. Mm-hmm. They're not far away in a case of an emergency. Yeah. And so that's, that is good. You and I both have family close by who, who can, can help. And so yeah. that is a blessing, but you also, I would say probably your friend groups are now pretty much virtual. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So <laughs> what does that look like for you? Well, we have, like you mentioned earlier, we have the Sunday group, to, which to me is like our Bible study. Yeah. You know, it's like it refreshes my understanding of the word weekly. And then on Thursdays, that's my special group, um, you know, because those ladies are amazing. And we, you know, these are lifelong friends that I've met through this ministry. Mm-hmm. We support each other. We're able to go there and tell our, you know, our stories, how it is. And we all, you know. We say prayers for each other. It's just an amazing group to have. Yeah. So I'm really thankful for that. So you're part of two different groups through the Rising Above community yes. groups. And I think, you know, a lot of people think that community and real friendships can't be build, built virtually, but I can tell you hands down that yeah. it can. I mean, yeah. like 
I have built so many, like our Sunday community group, we all have learned so much about each other. We're all there to support each other. And, you know, we're there together. We get in the word and study that. And, uh, and then again, your Thursday group of, that's just of moms. I think you all get on zoom and like stay for what, three hours, just because y'all are just. <laughs> Sometimes it's midnight and we're like, okay, <laughs> okay I, I gotta go to bed up at six. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just, we lose track of time and yeah. you know, these moms are amazing. I even, you know, sometimes I open my door and I have it, you know, someone mailed me a card, oh, you know, wow. just for courage and support. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these moms are great. So I'm just yeah. very glad that I have. Yeah. Them and, and so you would say if there's a mom out there or a dad out there who's feeling isolated and alone to find one of these community groups. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. This, this has changed my life. You know, this is, I came to what to rise and above in 2018 mm. and it has been nothing but blessings through this ministry for me and my family. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you found us and we found you. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, okay. So I know, you know, you're a solo parent, you're a special needs parent. There is very little time for you to do things for you. You are constantly on and doing things for your boys. Is there anything that you do to help you make it through the day? That's just something that boosts you. Well, that starts, it's, I'm like kind of reverse. It starts at night. I have to make sure at night I have my hot chocolate and that just that's makes your thing. <laughs> I've heard you so many times go, I'm going to go make my hot cocoa now. And that's your, that's your jam. That's your thing. Yeah. That's my thing. And on the days, there's no group. I actually, you know, just staying for me for self-care, very important to stay in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You kind of have, you know, when you're not if you're not praying, if you you start feeling that disconnection yeah. and that just throws off your mood, it throws off your day. So to me, it's very important listening to sermons and reading the word and just staying focused on what's ahead of us. Yeah. And you make that a priority because yeah. you know, it's, you can't do it without it. And exactly. yeah. um, I think that's, that is so important, but I know hot cocoa is top on your list. <laughs> hot cocoa is top on yeah. your list. So, you know, I was thinking about, you know, this, the solo parenting, um, and are there certain things, what are some practical things when you look at your life, what are practical ways that people can come alongside families like yours and like mine? Given the help when you can give it, I think that's very important for the solo parents Um, you know, especially, I think that support because, you know, there's things that I would love to do with Chris that I can't because I don't have the support. So, you know, when someone offers, Hey, do you need to go with you here? Oh, of course. You know, that makes such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the community for anyone listening, being kind, being Mm -hmm. kind to the special needs parents. I've, I've come across other moms who say stories of how even going shopping is difficult for them because they get those looks, they get those Mm -hmm. comments out loud, especially when our kiddos are no longer little kids, they're getting older. So, you know, the empathy is not really there. Like it was when your child was three. Um, So I think for everyone is being kind that has changed, you know, Mm -hmm. for parents that walk this walk, that has changed my whole mm-hmm. outlook on, mm-hmm. you know, empathy. On, yeah. Have on an empathy. Other. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, on a real practical level, I know for me, like, you know, when someone 
I had somebody drop off a meal. They just said, I'm bringing food. I'm dropping it off on your porch. And I was like, oh my goodness, what a blessing that was. Simple things like that. Like, hey, can I come water your plants for you? Or can I bring you a meal? Or can I take Christian to go do something while you're doing you're doing something with Manny or, or whatnot, or like you said, can I come along with you all when you're going to the fan store to be a support to you in case Manny decides he doesn't want to leave? Can um, I help you shovel? <laughs> oh yeah. Where well, you are in Boston. That's true. Say that again, because that's so true. Yeah. It's like what you said about watering the plants. Like, you know, there is so much snow on the car. You can't just go and say, okay, the snow's fluffy. Let me take it out before it turns into ice. No, it's, you know, it's difficult. You have to get outside and do that. And then you've got these two boys Mm -hmm. that you're, yes, that you're having to leave inside. So how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. I hadn't thought about that one because we don't run into that much here in Tennessee, but that is so true. And so um, I think just for people to, to, to see our parents, see that, see when we're struggling, see when we're having a hard time and just acknowledging that. And just like, sometimes we don't have it in us to be able to say specifically what we need. Yeah. And so that's when people build relationships with us, then we, then they know they instinctively know when, when we have a need, yeah. um, and can, and can help us during that time. And so I think that's, you know, with our community groups, I mean, I see that time and time and time again, the parents, the moms, the dads, because we have those friendships with each other, we're the ones pouring into each other and helping each other during that time. And so for people outside of our special needs community to be able to come alongside of us as well and be a support is such a a blessing, but you kind of have to get to know us. And Mm -hmm. we have to let you in to our lives. You know, we have to be bold and let people into our lives. Um, But it's been so sweet for me to see and hear about, especially in your mom's group, like you talked about getting cards from someone or getting gifts from someone just as like, you know, just those things that we do to support each other um, and as friends and encourage each other. So um, I know because I've known you for these, like I said, for these past several years, that faith is a huge part of your life. And how has that, how has your faith impacted your journey as a solo special needs mom? Well, my faith is what pushes me to keep going. It gives me the strength daily. Um, It also has changed the way I look at things, you know, we have hope in this walk. We know Mm -hmm. where we're headed we know what's coming for us and our kiddos. Um, You know, we know that the Lord has a purpose in everything that we go through, even when it's hard, we know that he is in control. So, you know, I look back at it and there's no way I can picture myself doing the solo Mm -hmm. walk and doing the special needs journey without the Lord. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that, you know, he, he knows, (laughs) you know, I look back at it in those hard moments and I'm like, why, why Lord, why did I go through that? Why this diagnosis? And then here, fast forward, you know, to when my son is nine, I see the way his hand has moved in my life and I see Mm -hmm. how he's putting it all together. And it's, you know, I don't want to start crying, but I am just, thankful for, for all of that. Mm, That's beautiful. And, you know, when, 
just for a, for maybe a mom or a dad who's out there who um, is really struggling and they're looking at, you know, that, that sounds great, but how does she do that? What are some specific things that you do? Like what's a daily thing that you do to make sure you're feeding your mind with the truth of God's word? I, you know, the prayer is very important. Um, but also very like, you know, something simple, but we need to be careful. Who are we going to, to speak to about our issues, who we are, you know, getting the support from. We want to, you know, that support that I get from the groups is amazing because it's support that is fortification mm -hmm. to help out. And it makes things easier, not overnight, but, you know, mm -hmm. just, I really would say, join the groups. Find people in the faith, find people that are going to help you. They can walk with you and yeah, understand. Walk with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mata, I am so grateful that first of all, that God sent you our way back all those years ago. I'm <laughs> grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for your, just, I think you're, um, we've only shared just a part of your life because it's so, there's so much more and there's so much that I've learned about you and just. I just look at you and I'm amazed um, how you have allowed God to use your hardships yep. to not make you hard and bitter, no. but you have allowed him to take those situations and turn you into um, this beautiful example of someone who loves and serves the Lord and is doing that daily through caring for her boys. Yes, and he has he, he has changed me completely from who I was, you know. Yeah. So it's an amazing, has been an amazing, difficult journey, but all worth it. And so I'm just I'm grateful for you and I appreciate you sharing with us today. Um, and hopefully someday we're gonna get to meet in person. Um, yeah. but until then, we will keep Marco Poloing and uh <laughs> texting and talking when we can and see i'll see you in in our zoom community groups as well so mata thank you so much and i'm just so grateful for you thank you so much thank you for listening to the rising above ministries podcast if you like what you hear please take a minute to leave us a rating and review this helps others like you find our content more easily you can learn more about how rising above ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.